0: Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Tuesday, January 19th, 2021. The big exhale. After four tumultuous years, it's President Trump's final full day in office. We'll discuss that. Plus, Mr. Biden comes to Washington. His inaugural events begin tonight with a memorial for COVID victims. And finally, Biden's inaugural address. It's expected to preach unity at a time when the country has never been more divided. Given how Donald Trump has dominated the psyche of America, of the news media, certainly, of this town, Washington, D.C., for the past five and a half years since he started his presidential campaign and these last four tumultuous years with him as president in the Oval Office, it is really hard to believe that today is the final full day of Donald Trump's presidency. What's a little easier to believe is that it's ending in disgrace. Donald Trump is reportedly in a foul mood, still telling aides and friends they speaks to on the phone just in recent days that he believes he won the election, so he's continuing a commitment to the big lie which, of course, led to the insurrection at the Capitol a couple weeks ago. It is an astonishing thing to watch a president sort of disintegrate in front of you. He leaves with his lowest approval ratings of his presidency and with leaders in his party trying to find a way forward in a post-Trump era. Mitch McConnell, reconvening the United States Senate today, the day before Biden's inauguration, had this to say, which was a clear attempt at trying to get Trump behind him and move his party to a different place. The mob was fed lies. They were provoked by the president and other powerful people. We certified the people's choice for their 46th president. Tomorrow, President-elect Biden and Vice President-elect Harris will be sworn in. It doesn't get clearer than that. Now, I don't know where Mitch McConnell was for the last four years, but he clearly is in a place now where he is trying to make Trump a part of his party's past not part of its future. As for the president, we are still expecting a slew of controversial pardons which could come late today on this final full day in office. And we're also expecting him to release this pre-recorded video message. Apparently he recorded it in the blue room of the White House. He is making a farewell remarks to camera perhaps trying to highlight his legacy items. Many in his inner circle have been urging him to give some sort of farewell address so that he can put context around these four years from his perspective. He was reluctant to do so, but eventually he did release this final speech. We did what we came here to do and so much more. Now, as I prepare to hand power over to a new administration at noon on Wednesday, I want you to know that the movement we started is only just beginning. Since this is Trump's last full day, it is worth looking back at his inaugural address four years ago, where he depicted a country that was full of American carnage. That's what he thought he had been elected to clean up, to restore to some other era. But of course, what happened is pretty clear. Donald Trump has left American carnage in his wake with 400,000 Americans dead from the coronavirus that he could not get his arms around, control, and protect Americans from. That, more than anything else, will be Donald Trump's legacy. Now here's what else matters today. Joe Biden comes to Washington. He's pretty familiar with Washington. He's spent the better part of 50 years in a public service career here, but he comes today like never before. Just before flying to Washington, he was surrounded by National Guardsmen in Delaware, and he bid adieu to his beloved Wilmington before embarking upon this next chapter. Excuse the emotion, but when I die, Delaware will be written on my heart. I am proud, 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 proud to be a son of Delaware. It's pretty telling what Joe Biden is going to do in his first in Washington on the eve of his inauguration as president-elect tonight. He's going to go to the Lincoln Memorial, and he's going to preside over a memorial service for COVID victims for the 400,000 American lives lost to this pandemic. Joe Biden, like almost nobody else in American public life, really does assume that mantle of grief counselor-in-chief. We know through his personal story the loss of his wife and his daughter early on in his Senate career. The loss of his son, Beau, when he was serving as vice president. This is a man that knows tragedy and pain and has developed an empathy that is unparalleled in political life. And that is going to be on display in this first moment that the country sees him in Washington ready to take on the challenges of the Oval Office. Our brand new exclusive CNN poll shows that the country is with him and optimistic about the way he's going to handle this job. 66% approve of the way he's handled the transition. That's roughly in line with where George W. Bush and Bill Clinton were. Not the sky high ratings of Barack Obama, but also not the low 40% approval of the way Trump handled his transition four years ago. Also, 61% expect Joe Biden to do a good job as president. So he's got America on his side right now, but it is a deeply divided America. We see those partisan divisions. We see that polarization in almost all of the poll numbers. But on his major ticket items, overwhelming majorities of Americans believe he's going to accomplish it. The one place, the one key initiative of Joe Biden's that he does not have a majority of Americans believing he will accomplish— healing the divisions in America. And that is a central theme of Biden's candidacy and likely to be his presidency. And finally today, it is that theme of unity, of bringing the country together, of healing the country from the polarization and the political divisions that have occurred over these last many years. That is expected to be a central theme all throughout his inaugural address, which is likely to be the single biggest speech of his lifetime to date. And that is saying something for somebody who's delivered endless speeches. But this is probably the most important one. And it's also a president inheriting a set of challenges that we have not seen in most of our lifetimes. I mean, perhaps since FDR took the oath of office. And before that, maybe when Abraham Lincoln took the oath of office. The challenges are extraordinary. And he's inheriting not just those challenges, but an unbelievably divided country, which is why in his 20-minute address or so, we expect him to hit that unity theme quite a bit. We also know that John Meacham, the historian and presidential biographer, helped shape this inaugural address along with his speechwriter. But it is something that Joe Biden himself has been working on scribbling ideas about several days a week since he was declared the winner back in November. He hasn't had many days go by without turning some attention to what he wants to say to the American people tomorrow after he takes that oath of office. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to tune in on Thursday for Citizen by CNN presents What Next, America? I'll join Dan Abash, John King, Abby Phillip to talk about the inauguration, the impeachment trial, and Joe Biden's first 100 days. That's Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Go right now and RSVP for the event at CNN.com slash Citizen 2021. We'll talk to you tomorrow.